Get a life, will you people? I mean, for, for crying out loud, it's, it's just a TV show. Hello, everyone. This is show number 30 for Treks in Sci-Fi. It's just the casual Wednesday show. going to be about maybe 25 minutes long, I think. So sit back, relax, and here we go. Treks in Sci-Fi. again everyone this is rico and this is treks and sci-fi i want to welcome everyone back to the show if you've been with us for a while or i'd also like to welcome any new listeners like i usually do each week um this is just the uh been doing this the past couple of weeks doing a little mid midweek mini or shorter show than normal than a normal weekend show try to get caught up on a few things just kind of do uh, a little bit of uh other stuff on this show than the regular weekend ones. So the first thing I wanted to go through uh, on this week's show is a few emails. The first one, we'll get right into it, is from uh, Debash, Debish, Debash, sorry D, uh, probably slaughtering your name there. He's uh, one of the people on the forums. D wrote this, uh, I guess about a week ago, there was some talk on the forums about a uh, uh, William Shatner song floating around out there. Nothing... This isn't sung by William Shatner, but this is about William Shatner, and it's it's a rather odd little song. I think what I'm going to do is play uh, either all of it or some of it at the end of uh, this show, so listen for that. But uh, he wrote uh, that he, he just sent me this um, song through the email just so I could give it a listen. It didn't seem like it's on iTunes. So anyway, uh, thanks for that, and it's it's uh, it's rather odd. It's, it's by a group called... The Scufflaws, S-C-O-F-F-L-A-W-S. Not sure how you pronounce that, Scufflaws? I don't know, but we'll play that later on, so thanks for uh, for the song. The next, uh, next email is from our uh, good listener, Kenny, out in California, and actually Kenny sent a couple of audio comments. The first one that I'm going to play for you is his uh, take on the movie Sky High, which I really liked. I, I talked about that, I think, last week. I thought they really did a good job with it. It was a lot of fun, and uh, it's it's a lot, you know, there's a lot of neat comic book ref- references in the movie, so listen to uh, Kenny's take on the movie Sky High right now. Hey, Rico, it's Kenny from California. I just wanted to give you my little review on Sky High. Uh, I'm not going to give away too many spoilers because I'm sure some of your listeners haven't actually seen the movie. Just wanted to give you my opinion of the movie. When Sky High actually came out in theaters, I wanted to see it, but unfortunately with work, I was unable to. So when it came out on DVD about four or five months ago, I had to rent it and watch it. This movie is exactly what I expected. Um, It's a Disney film, but of course with most Disney films, there's always underlying themes, and this movie is no exception. The special effects were really cool, but what I enjoyed most was the actual underlying story, the story of discrimination. Um, You know, of course this is done the Disney way, so it's, you know, the superheroes versus the sidekicks. 
But, you know, in the end, the sidekicks become heroes. So it just shows that anybody can be heroes and you shouldn't uh, judge a book by its cover. This is just a fun movie. It's good for kids and adults. And I think anyone who's into superheroes or special effects will really enjoy this movie. Check it out. Thank you for uh, for that comment, Kenny. I really appreciate getting all the uh, audio comments that I can to add to uh, the variety in the podcast. It really helps. And again, anytime anyone wants to send uh, audio in, the email for the show again is treksf at gmail.com. Or you can just do an audio comment via the voicemail line, which is 20688-TREX. So if you send audio stuff in, it's bound to get played on the show. The next email that I uh, have here that I wanted to mention is from uh, Chris Young. He's written a few times. Uh, Chris sent me an interesting link to uh, a little discussion and information about uh, what happened to the all the Tribbles that they had in the episode, the original series Star Trek episode, The Trouble with Tribbles. And I'm, what I'm going to do, I'll just put in the podcast notes section uh, on the main you know, podcast notes area of the main webpage, treksf.com or treksinsci-fi.com. They both work. And I'll direct you over to that. Uh, it's it's pretty interesting read. It's just a couple of pages long. And most of this uh, were things that I had heard before that uh, most of the original tribbles, of course, from that episode, you know, 40 years ago are, are all, all gone now, unfortunately. But some of the people that worked on the show, a few of the actors, some of the other behind-the-scenes people ended up managing to snag a few david gerald who was the writer of the episode managed to keep a few for himself actually uh an interesting little tidbit there is david gerald they did a um another tribbles episode in deep space nine and there is a quick little scene of david gerald he's a plays a crewman in one of the scenes on the corridor of the enterprise there and he's i think he's he picks up a tribble uh during the scene so if you ever watch that uh, episode again on DVD, take a look for David Gerald in that scene. You know, he wrote uh, the original episode of The Trouble with Tribbles. So, again, thanks for that, uh, Chris, and look for the link to that in the podcast notes. Got another uh, another brief email here from a listener. Uh, Dave uh, Chatterson is his name. He just needed the... Um, RSS information for the iTunes or for the excuse me for the feed for the podcast, which is I believe it's just um, the usual www.treksf.com slash podcast slash podcast XML. But you don't really need to remember all that. If you just go to the main treksf.com website, go to the podcast page of the website with the notes, and there's some links to the right there. You'll see links to the RSS feed. You'll see links to voting for the show, which is a new. It's a new month. It's March first today, two thousand and six. So there's a link there to vote for Treks and Sci-Fi on Podcast Alley, and I always appreciate that. Did pretty good last month. I think I got up to like fourteen or fifteen votes, which was uh, which was good for me. I, I was really happy with that. So. But again, the links, the RSS information, all that good stuff is just off the main page. Just go to the podcast section and you'll find everything you need there. Got another uh, another email here from, uh, this one's from Dave White, which is kind of interesting because I have a friend named Dave White. Uh, he wrote, Rick, I really enjoy listening to your podcast, dude. Hey, I wondered what you thought about the latest Battlestar Galactica episode, the one where Baltar starts to appear inside the mind of the Cylon, just like the way she does to him. 
says that he thought that was a fascinating turn of events along with the Sharon Cylon wanting to be back in Galactica more than with all the other Cylons there. And he also liked having Lucy Lawless back on the show. And he loves the new Battlestar, and he says he can definitely see the Ron Moore touches in the show. Yeah, I've I've talked about it a little bit on the, on the podcast before. I really, uh, really like this new Galactica. I enjoy the old series, but this new one is... Uh, is really well done. I like the way the story's been moving along. I like the way the uh, characters have been evolving and changing. And the neat thing about Galactic, I think, is that unlike some other shows sometimes, they're not afraid to, to make things happen and take some risks and, you know, they'll kill off a character or they'll have things change on the show kind of unexpectedly. And I think that's always a good thing. So I really, really like it. The, the recent episode with... Uh, the one he was describing with Lucy Lawless and back on Caprica, Cylon occupied Caprica. I thought that was a really, really interesting show. I think there's going to be a lot of things coming um, that are going to evolve from that episode with the whole sort of pact that um, the six that's on Caprica along with the Boomer Sharon character, the one that's on Caprica, you know, they made that sort of agreement that they're going to try to change things and do something about uh, what's going on with the Cylons, and I think that's going to make some big changes happen on the show, so I'm looking forward to that. I think there's only a couple uh, couple of episodes left for this season, and then they'll be gone until probably midsummer, like July, like they have been in the past, and they will then start up Season 3 for Battlestar Galactica, which they've already been renewed for a full season for next year, so we've got that to look forward to. So thank you for uh, for your letter, Dave, and we'll be watching the rest of this season of Galactica next year, I'm sure, together. Okay, I have uh, I have one more one more comment from Kenny in California. This is about the television show Surface. So let's listen to what Kenny has to say about that show. Hey, Rico, it's Kenny from California. Just wanted to talk about one of my new favorite sci-fi TV series called Surface. It aired on NBC. It ran for about 15 episodes, and it's currently on hiatus. Still not sure if they're going to do a second season. I hope they do. It started off fairly slow, but after about the fourth episode, this series just took some crazy twists and turns, and it continued into the season finale a few weeks ago. It's an awesome series, and if you haven't seen it, Sci-Fi Channel is actually repeating it. Check it out. Thanks a lot for that comment that commentary on surface kenny yeah i I really enjoyed the series i agree that at first it was a little little took a little while to get going but after the first few episodes it really got interesting it was uh too bad that they had to make the season a little shorter than a lot of other shows i was hoping it would go a few more episodes they really started to move it along uh in the last couple of shows they got all the main characters together and i'm not not give too much away but a lot of big things happened in those last few shows and it'd be a shame after all that kind of time and setup if if it didn't come back next year. I think they did pretty good in the ratings, and I, I do believe they will get another year. Hopefully, we'll find out in the next month or two if that happens. And I definitely suggest, like Kenny did, if anyone who is a sci-fi fan out there that hasn't seen Surface, it is available, I believe, on iTunes. You can also catch the reruns. Uh, I'm not sure how much of them are still running on the sci-fi channel or where they're at with those i think they're still showing some and i'm not sure if they're going to show the whole series they're, they only ended up with like 15 or 16 total episodes for the season so not a whole lot i mean even if you bought them off of uh 
off of iTunes. It's only like $15, and I, I think it'd be well worth it. I'm sure the DVDs will be out at some point in time. If they were smart, they'd, they'd bring them out over the summer, and if they do get renewed, that way people can get caught up on the show that way. But if you like uh, like an interesting sci-fi show with a lot of good science-type science things going on, not just uh, bug-eyed aliens coming down to the planet to take it over, check out uh, check out Surface. I, I really, really like it. You're listening to the Treks in Sci-Fi podcast, starring my friend, Rico. All right, that'll uh, that'll wrap it up for uh, email comments and, and audio in that. I appreciate those. Again, if you'd like to talk about anything science fiction-wise, send me a movie review or a TV show, something that you've seen that you like on DVD perhaps. Uh, send those in. You can send an MP3 to the treksf at gmail.com again, or just call that voicemail line, 206-88-TREX, and they'll probably end up on the show. Wanted to point out a few things. A uh, few things going on in the in the sci-fi and Trek world. One thing, there is a uh, another Trek film series I may have talked about before. I've talked about the Star Trek New Voyages series that they're doing uh, for downloads off the internet that these guys have been putting together. But there's another one that's also pretty good called uh, Starship Exeter. They actually have their own podcast now to keep you up to date on their production. They have made one complete episode. This is basically set in the the TOS Trek time frame. It's basically set on another starship in the fleet, the USS Exeter, with a different crew. And unlike the New Voyages, where they basically had new actors playing the original series roles, which was it just good too. They do a good job with that. But these are original stories. It's with a different crew, and the effects, the sets, and all that are really, really well done. I will put a link in the podcast notes again for this they just released they did one full episode and they are about halfway through their second episode and the way they're doing this rather than waiting until the whole episode is completed they've been releasing the video for these on the internet in in acts in you know almost like a commercial break so they did the the brief teaser which is the what's shown on the tv show on the on the star trek series and a lot of tv shows before the theme song, it's usually a few minutes to kind of set up the show. They needed they did Act One and Act Two so far of this Tresarian Intersection is the name of the episode they're working on now. So if you like that, and it's uh, again the the budget, the effects, the sets are, are really well done. Of course, these are all amateurs, and they're doing it out of their their love for the for the Star Trek series. They're not really being paid at all, so you have to look at it in that light. But I'd say you know for for an amateur effort, this is this is very well done. So check it out. I'll put a link again to the podcast notes. Starship Exeter. Really, really interesting fan film that's being worked on. Hands on knees and heads bowed down. Everybody now. This is a podcast, and what we're after is for everybody. Listen up. We're campaigning for Serenity 2. You have to give me your authorization password. Okay. Eleven podcasters with a mission. This is the captain. We may experience some slight legal difficulties and then get sued. I don't want to get sued. So here's us on the raggedy edge. Come the day there won't be room for naughty folk like us to slip about at all. A series with a story. I'm taking Firefly into my protection here. 
were conditioned for combat. Firefly is a series of extraordinary cracks. The only people we're in debt to is us on this boat. Listen, do you want to stay with them? It isn't safe. Hell yes. A network wide Every minute you keep Firefly off the air, more people will suffer. You think I care? Of course you can. Universal has gone to enormous trouble to fund your little movie. Do you know why it is you're rallying? Do you know Joss Whedon? I really don't. It's better than you know. It usually is. Where's it writ that we gotta dedicate our lives to Firefly? You wanna write this script? Yes. Well, you can't! From SerenityFirefly.com. No more running. I aim to misbehave. It's a fair bet the Fox Network knows what's coming. No, they're not gonna see this coming. On February 1st, stand up. Fight back. Do you really think any of us are gonna get a sequel? Well, I might. This is gonna get pretty interesting. You find interesting? Oh god, oh god, we're all gonna get high? No. Yes. No. Yes. The Sentinel, Season 2. The universe has got to know the truth. Are you willing to make a podcast for that? I am. Serenity is worth fighting for. Okay, the uh, other thing I was going to say, this weekend's normal uh, weekend podcast, what I'm going to do again is talk about uh, four or maybe five uh, past TV shows from the past. Uh, I guess everything's in the past in a way. These are going to be... you know, shows that I've enjoyed over the years, shows that I'm getting on DVD now that I'm re- revisiting, just um, different sci-fi shows. I did this a few months ago, looked at, like, Space 1999 was one of the shows. Uh, Quantum Leap is another one from from that uh, previous podcast of myself. But what I was asking for, along with audio comments like I did a few minutes ago, just if anyone has a you know a sci-fi TV show from the past that they really enjoyed and I haven't talked about, send me a little audio file or, or an email, and I'll, we'll try to bring those out in, in this weekend's show. So, again, uh, anything that's um, a TV show that you enjoyed, let me know. Let me know what you think, and I, I'll comment on it also. So send those in before, uh, before Saturday or before Saturday evening when I do the show. One other thing I was going to talk about, I put a poll up on the uh, website in the forums, but I know that not everyone that listens to this, to the podcast, uh, is on the forum, so I thought I'd throw a little comment out here on on the podcast. I'm trying to find out if people would be interested, and this is a, a common thing, it seems, with, with podcasts these days, and it's uh, because of that I'm trying to come up with a few different ideas. I want to make some kind of uh, an item that, people can get from me in order not really to make any money it's not really to even to support the podcast that much but just something to kind of show uh, that you listen to the show and hey when people see it maybe they'll go hey what's Trex and Sci-Fi what's that all about and try to get a few more listeners get a few more people interested in, in science fiction maybe and and turn them on to uh, Star Trek especially the original series which uh, I think there's a lot of people out there that would enjoy it if they just give it a shot so Along all those lines, I've been toying with the idea of either a t-shirt, like a lot of shows have been doing, or um, there are several places on the web that I've seen that make sort of, uh, I don't know, businesses hand these out. They have light-up pens, pencils, other little uh, giveaway-type things. Well, they wouldn't be quite a giveaway for me. Basically, I'm just looking to recoup the cost for the items, 
and pay for the shipping of them and that kind of thing. But the, the light-up pens that I've been seeing are pretty sophisticated these days. And they, they're pretty neat with a little logo on those of, you know, the show's name, Treks and Sci-Fi, with, you know, the URL, www.treksf.com. Yeah, just something to have on your desk or whatever. I, I don't know. Anyway, send me some feedback. Send me a uh, comment, an email. Let me know what you guys think about that, if you'd be interested at all. If you're not interested, that's fine. doesn't matter to me really that much. I know about the podcast, obviously. So, uh, But it's uh, most of the people on the forum so far that I've been noticing have been interested in the T-shirt idea. I like T-shirts, so that's uh, that's a cool idea. I've gotten one made so far, actually. I did a, did a prototype a couple months ago. It came out pretty good. What I'm thinking of is just using the, the Spock logo where he's holding the iPod that's on the artwork for the podcast as the main picture. Probably it would end up being on the back of a T-shirt along with the logo and URL would, would be on the sort of breast pocket area of the front of the T-shirt. So those are my ideas right now. Let me know what you guys uh, what you guys think about that. I, uh, I haven't talked really that much about gaming on this podcast. I know there's a lot of neat games of uh, Star Wars, and there have been Star Trek games in the past. I know in the forums they've been talking a bit about the upcoming, well, it's at least a couple years away, really, the Star Trek Online game. But I'd be curious on getting some reviews and comments from what people are playing these days, what they like, what they don't like, along, you know, trying to keep it along the lines of science fiction, Star Trek, uh... Star Wars, those types of games. I'm especially interested right now since it's fairly new, just came out. There's a Star Wars real-time strategy game that came out uh, a week or two ago called Empire at War. I've heard pretty good things about it. I've been tempted to get it. Uh, I used to like to play StarCraft and those kind of games, and I'm hoping that this would be a fun uh, game in the Star Wars vein, but also with the real-time strategy. I heard they have a good space element to this to this game, and they sounds like they did a pretty good job with it. So, send me uh, what you guys think about the current crop of uh, sci-fi, Star Trek, Star Wars games. There's Battlefront Two. There's obviously Star Wars Galaxies, which I tried for a short time and, and didn't really care for. But uh, tell me what you guys think. What you're liking uh, at the uh, both video game and computer game areas right now. It seems like there have been a lot of uh, deaths in the sort of entertainment world the last few weeks. Don Knotts, uh, Darren McGavin, Dennis Weaver. There was another gentleman not as well known named uh, Paul Carr who played uh, Lieutenant uh, Kelso, who was only seen in the uh, second pilot where no man has gone before on the original Star Trek series. He also passed away about two weeks ago, I think now. So it's, uh, you know, makes you start to think about things. You know, a lot of these guys I watched growing up, uh, especially, you know, Dennis Weaver was in McLeod, Darren McGavin in Shack, The Night Stalker, which was a cool, very cool show back in that era when there wasn't a lot of sci-fi fantasy type television on the air. You know, we're really lucky these days with cable television and DVDs and a lot of different channels with, uh, you know, there's a whole couple of channels dedicated to showing these kinds of things, but... Back then, there wasn't a lot available, and I, I really, uh, really appreciate what these guys did for uh, the these areas in entertainment, and they will definitely be missed. Okay, I think for uh, for this Wednesday uh, shorter show, the casual Wednesday show, we're gonna wrap things up. My voice is a little hoarse today. 
did a lot of talking at work. So with that, we're going to turn this over to uh, the Scufflaws. I'm sure I'm not saying that right. With the song William Shatner. And we will uh, talk to everyone else again this weekend with our normal weekend show. Until then, have a good rest of the week, everyone. And here we go with the Scufflaws. Tan shirt with an emblem on the chest. The interstellar girls are like him the best. Captain of the crew and he knows Kung Fu. And he did Joan Collins in 1922. Or really just an actor, a genius to boot. He never gets the fight when the enemy shoots. So he ends each show looking neat and clean. After staring down the mouth of a doomsday machine. I really like the one where he reads the Constitution. After ending all the fighting in the future revolution, William Chandler. Thank you. 